What's up, my guy? Welcome to another episode of the Average Joe's Sports Podcast with your host, as always, Don here in L.A. Got my dog with me, Albert, in uh, lovely Sacramento. What's up, Do- What's up, my guy? How are you? What's going on, brother? I'm doing good. <laughs> doing well. Doing well. Enjoying the good that's weather, good. man. Just uh, lovely to see your lovely face, man. Let's talk some that's sports, good. baby. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, man. As you can see, new background. I'm in my new apartment. Got my oh, boys yeah. up, finally. Got a finally a little decent setup. I still got to add some some average Joe's shit up here or something, but it, it's it's getting there. So for you guys totally listening forgot. in on podcast, uh, we're also on YouTube now. So check out the page. All the links are in the bio. The link tree link will will take you to our YouTube channel and Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that good stuff. So without further ado, let's get let's get into it. Let's start off with the NFL. Uh, the first thing we want to talk about is the combine. And why we want to bring up the combine is because obviously that means, obviously, formally now, officially, the season is definitely in the rear view. Now we're looking at the draft. We're looking at free agent trade frenzy. Um, And so with that being said, uh, we want to play a little game. And and I'm going to give you a couple of quarterbacks, kind of quarterback carousel. And we'll kind of spitball and see where do you think these guys might go? And I'll say where I think these guys might go. So we'll start off with... um, Russell Wilson, where do you think where do you think uh, Russ is gonna go? Did stay? What what what's the best system for him? I wish Russell Wilson. His team has been mediocre for so long, but he always gets his team into playoffs somehow. You know, right? Um, but he, I feel like he's afraid to just fully commit to a trade or to like say, "Get me out of here." I don't know what beef is with him in Seattle, but he's just a little scared to just maybe he's just scared of retaliation from fans. He's a loyal guy, but. But that being said, I think he's going to have some drama out there and ultimately he's going to take Seattle. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what the what their thing is, but I think he'll stay in Seattle. Uh, he just, eh, I don't know. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's always been labeled as this, like, cornball, straight-edge guy. Like, you know, like, so I don't think anybody, it's hard for people to fathom, like, him actually, like, you know, sticking to his guns in terms of, I really want to get the fuck out of Seattle. I'm done. Um, I, me personally, I actually had him pegged at probably a popular vote outside of Seattle Steelers. Uh, really? They've had a, yeah, at, at Steelers. Earlier, I had him at Steelers. However, there was a comment, there was a rumor about him going to you know Washington, and he shut that shit down. It was basically basically along the lines of like, hey, East Coast is cool. Got love for the East Coast, but definitely West Coast. I just can't see I Seattle. Be. I just can't see Seattle throwing in the towel. Like if they had a backup plan at quarterback, if they had a young cat waiting, but that's the Pete Carroll is he wants to win now. He's not a young coach. He's right. not gonna be down for a reset. Um that's if that's my only issue. I don't see Seattle being like, all right, give me some first rounders, we'll rebuild. I think they're trying to win now, even though their roster is not the best it's been. Um they try to squeeze out a little bit whatever they can get out of Russell Wilson. But uh I mean I could ultimately I wouldn't mind it. Give me all the NFC drama except for the Niners, but I just I I, I, I just can't see Russell. Uh, yeah, I, I just yeah I can't. It's hard for me for him going. It's hard for me to see Russ in a different uniform. Uh, it's hard for me to see where it makes the most sense. And and, and like you said, at Seattle, I think they still want to win. Uh, they're consistently winning team. Um, so I don't know. Next we're gonna go up. We got Carson Wentz. Um, I really don't give a fuck where he goes. I think he, you know, I, I, I've said in the past, I think he's trash. He, I think he's trash. Yeah. Uh, I think he's on a contract for three years left on his deal. I don't know who's taking that. Um, I, 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 I just left him at Colts. I don't know. 
I don't know where he's gonna go, but there's a lot of a lot of the, the GM and their coaches talk a lot of shit about him, and not about him like directly, but just had a <laughs> lot should. of smoke saying like, "Hey, want, <laughs> like we gotta do better, this and that." So I just don't see how he's back, you know, right. which is crazy what they gave up for him. Well, they gave up the, like the whole yeah, first round pick. farm for me, yeah, first round, a third or something like that. But I just don't right. see him being back in the Colts. Um, I put Panthers. Panthers seem like like another little desperate little bit. Their coach is trying to win. Um, right. I don't know if it works money wise, but uh, yeah, check yeah. that out. I mean, I, it's kind of, it's kind of like it's kind of like Donald two you know. Yeah, he's it. an expensive <laughs> Donald, like expensive. Yeah. yeah. Like just and in terms had, of his contract, uh, it's just I, I don't know. I I don't want any part of Carson Wentz. I, I know he was a bag of. I knew it was a dumpster fire before he left the Eagles. I was kind of disappointed as a Cowboys fan. I was kind of disappointed. I wanted him ah. to stay an Eagles fan. Yeah. Lock that motherfucker up. Uh, oh. But, I mean, I, I don't think they're going to work with Jalen Hurts anyways, but that's another conversation. Uh, and then we have a couple guys that I don't really – I mean, I, I, Teddy Bridgewater, Mari- Mariota, Mitchell Trubisky. Out of those guys, what do you, who do you think has probably the most weight? Maybe Teddy Bridgewater, where do you think he might go? I think uh, Bridgewater, uh, I think he's going to go back to the Saints maybe and back up uh... – that makes sense. Uh, Taysom Hill, or right. yeah, I think I can see him going back to the Saints. Um, but I think those three guys you you mentioned, Mariota, Trubisky, Bridgewater, is kind of the key to this free agency, this quarterback free agency. There's a lot of the big names are out there, but realistically, is that going to happen? Is going to be that much movement? Are Rodgers and Russell Wilson and Watson going to be moved? It right. sounds good. It sounds good. It looks cool. But like at the end of the day, how many big name quarterbacks get traded like that? Almost right. never. So yeah. I think this key. This key. This little threesome is going to be key to the free agency. Uh, they, 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 some of them come, might work out. You might go like Jimmy G. He might be like the top of that class. The second tier right. quarterbacks, he might be like the top of the class. But those three, um, they'll be like a backup plan. It's plan B for a lot of teams. And that's what probably end up being plan A for them. Um, but yeah, right. I got Bridgewater, Saints, Mariota. I got Broncos. Um, yep. I, don't know. I, I don't know if Rodgers will go there. I thought he was. It looked like he was. But. I think he just kind of like the Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I, I think I it was love, a lot of smoke, but I he's think. like, I love me some drama, and I think he just wants a fifty million dollar contract from the Packers at the end of the day. And, yeah, uh, and then I got Trubisky going to the Steelers. Yeah, because I mean, with the whole Rogers thing, it's not like they're doing anything like they're not babying him in, in terms of like, okay, let's bring in more receiver help. I mean, they're drafting other quarterbacks. I mean, yeah, they're getting defensive help, shit like that, but they're not like. Okay, fuck the defense. Let's give him weapons. Let's give them an, an O line. Let's do all these things. Like they're like kind of like, all right. I mean, if you want to be here, you want to be here. Then yeah. you know. So um, so w- w- last one we'll go with or, or uh, we'll go with Jimmy G. I, I'm I'm going with Tampa. I, I, I'm going with Tampa for Jimmy G. I don't. It just yeah. I don't know. That just seems like the perfect spot for him in terms of a team that probably should rebuild but probably doesn't want to rebuild. Um, they, I mean, because they still have some nice pieces. They've lost a lot of key players. I mean, you know, you know Pro Bowl offensive line lead. Obviously, Tom Brady left. Uh, but I mean, they still have a formidable team. I don't, I don't know. I just think that's yeah. the right spot for him. There are the Steelers. I, I don't know. I, I, it, it sounds about right, but I don't know. Their offense doesn't quite fit. Maybe Rick Arians molds can mold his offense around Jimmy G instead of trying to make Jimmy G because Jimmy G is a gunslinger in his head. But his arm is yeah, that, that's it. His arm, that's yeah. it. And his head is like, like fuck it. You know what? Eric, I'm far. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah, yeah, his, yeah. his skill level doesn't doesn't match up to what his head is. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's an ideal matchup. 
for like like for what the team has built around him, even though it is all crazy season offense um, on right. the Tampa Bay. Um, I have Jimmy G going the Commanders though. I that think they're a little they have, they're kind of built like the Niners. Good defense. I mean, their defense was a little let down last year by some of the D line right. injuries. Um, potentially have a good run game. I know Gibson had another down year. Um, yeah, they got some good playmakers at receiver. They got some. Uh, they have. I mean, I seen an article the other day that they probably not obviously not as great, but the closest thing in the NFL to uh, Debo Samuel is Curtis Samuel. I mean, he's like a Debo light. I mean, he's a switch. Yeah. I mean, you can use him in a lot of different ways. Obviously, he hasn't been able to find. He hasn't been able to stay on the field. But you know, and, and backtracking, as you said, Commanders. I know you like. I don't like the name, and I've said, oh, it's not that bad. Hearing you say that shit, I was like, oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. That's fucking terrible. It's terrible. Commanders. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know if I can get it's, down. I know, when I first told you how you feel about it, you're like, ah, oh, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I strongly don't like this name, but here I am, just using it a little bit now. Right. So, so obviously with the combine, you, you know, free agency starting, and do you think a team like I don't know, Giants, um, Eagles, you know, NFC East kind of hold the cards for the for the draft. Um, obviously, you have the Jets and, and and things of that nature. But you think a team like the Eagles flirt with the idea of, of getting a quarterback? Did they get in on, on the fun? I mean, they have three first round picks. Um, they obviously have Jalen Hurts, but I mean, what do you, what do you think? I don't know. Yeah, I, they should definitely listen to offers. You know, Watson, uh, Wilson. Um, listen, you got, you got, that. you got three firsts and then you pretty much have another first in Hurts. So it's like four firsts. Um, right. Hurts is not just some trash quarterback. He's, he's really good. He might not have the best arm, but he can, he, he can win you some games, you know, the kind yeah, of, he, uh, he's, he's sort a of place. He, he could, yeah, he's, he's a placeholder. He can, he like can if, definitely, Wilson, you, if Wilson went to, uh, the Eagles and they got back Hurts. You would stay relevant. Good. You can stay yeah. relevant potentially, right? Yeah. We've seen when Wilson went out, they had um, – I forgot his name. He had a lo- some level of success. And Hale- Jalen Hurts is better than him. I forgot the guy's name. Quarterback, he filled in um, – Geno Smith? Well, Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Yeah, he came in for a game or two. And uh, and he did okay. He's okay. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, Jalen Hurts is better than Geno Smith for sure. Oh, yeah. Leaps and bounds. Um, but, yeah. It's- so, yeah, definitely got to listen. Um, Eagles got – I mean, I can see they maybe trade it back again and get another first for a better quarterback class next year. Um, this quarterback right. class is not, isn't the best, so I don't know if you want to uh, invest. Oh, it's awful. Your, 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 assets, it, your assets into this year, but if they want to push it back another year, so be it. I'm obviously, not going to win this year unless everything clicks. Uh, right. But, yeah, this uh, yeah class listen, listen, be smart about it. Don't fucking jump the gun just because you got those assets. You can always trade okay, back. Okay, trade them. Trade them. Trade, <laughs> trade them. I mean, trade as a Cowboys fan, I want them to trade. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. No, no, you do whatever you got to do. Trade all three of them to get, like, the second pick and get, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Aiden Hutchinson. That's what you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I I, 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 I put a post the other day talking about how weak the quarterback class is. Like, there's, I, I was looking it up. Just trying to, you know, pondering. Oh, la, 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 la. Let me see, like, when the last time the quarterbacks have not been have been outside of the top 15. And it was only, what, Chad Pennington in 2000, and he was 18th overall, and then E.J. Manuel uh, to the Bills, and, and number 16 overall. It's 2013. Like, it's yeah. always been really top three, top five, you know, top 10. But it's like, this this quarterback class is, we pick it top now as in top, top 10. 10. Now he's, I've been seeing him eight overall, seven I don't know why. They're definitely going to overdraft for one of them, and they have to. And they, I don't know if they should, but they have to when, when it comes to quarterbacks. But ideally, yep. these guys will be picked in the in the thirties or twenties. Um, but someone's going to yep. go in the in the twenties or in the one through twenty. 
Yeah, when's the, when's the last time so, so the team had three picks in the first 20? Three of the first 20 picks. Uh, I have no idea. That's, no, mean, but luck, luckily, there's not the loaded clock class. You know what I mean? Yeah, at least for, a lot yeah, of for quarterback. A lot of good linemen. Um, receivers. Yeah. Class receivers, receivers is cool. There's, there's not, not like a stud. Upper, yeah, there's upper, not the top tier. tier. not Chase. There's not those. those yeah. Yeah, but there, there's those some there's franchise. Some, no franchise chasers, which is good. I mean, for the for uh, right. Cowboy fan, um, right? But it, it went smart, kind of just push it back a year. You know, yeah. you never know. You know. Uh, nah, fuck that. Don't play smart, Eagles. <laughs> Don't play smart. <laughs> all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Spin it. Uh, all in. in. No money out. Um. So before we end up uh, transitioning to NBA, uh, or not NBA, but uh, yeah, NBA. Let's talk about um the Cowboys and 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 the, the Niners. I'll start off with Cowboys. Obviously, the draft is near. Draft is coming in a couple of months. And I'll kind of talk about our, our top draft needs and what I think the Cowboys need. Uh, there's three positions. Um, one, they, they need a, a traditional linebacker, middle linebacker to free up Micah. They need someone. Uh, they had somebody, Keno Neal, uh, come in as, you know, a revamp safety, the linebacker. He was hurt for pretty much all the year. Um, Leighton Van Der Esch, we've seen that he can be serviceable. Uh, but he's had a long his injury history with neck problems and all different types of things. And he has his moments, but really he's shown that the first couple of years he was serviceable. He was great. He had, had a good, you know, year or two, but he's not the guy. Uh, so I th- definitely think they need a middle guy to kind of plug in there and also to complement that middle as well. The Cowboys finally, uh, just like the cornerback position, I mean, they have digs now, but there's, that's controversial. We'll talk about that another day. But they've always needed a run-stopping defensive line. They need a run like a beefy motherfucker. Hey, they need on. a give me a, a Vance Wilfork motherfucker, a beef <laughs> corn-fed. Uh, I mean, grease coming out of his fucking veins. <laughs> Everything. Give me one of those big motherfuckers. Uh, uh, who's the guy from the Chicago uh, Bears? Uh, fucking um, yeah, the he's back. Uh, the guy from, uh, the, guy from oh. the Bears. Uh, Chicago Bears, the big ass run-stopper. Uh, Akeem Hicks. Akeem oh, Hicks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, give me. Give, give me him. That's because they got. That's what they, they got. The skinny guys. They got the track stars. They got. They got Parsons. They got Gregory on the end. They got the guys that can do that. They got Lawrence. Oh, I mean, we'll see. Uh, yeah, but they need a run Someone will roll their sleeves up and just fucking. Yeah, him. like a team like the Niners. Where it's a terrible matchup because we got no damn bones. We have no structure. Yeah. We have like speedy guys, and that's not what you guys do. We need some meat up the middle, and then finally, uh, Tyron Smith. God, God, I love him, but he's always hurt. Um, and, as you can see through uh, the retirement of Frederick and 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 just kind of um, Zach Martin, he's great when he plays, but he's he's have a hard time staying healthy anyway. Meaning we need another left guard, tackle or a guard. We need a, an interior interior offensive line or somebody to plug a hole because there's an odd man out that continuously is not performing well. So that's kind of third, but one and two, interior lineman, interior linebacker. What about you for the Niners? Two, a little strength, a little beef. That's what you want. Yeah, one beef. No homo. No um, homo. Hey, yo. Uh, 49ers <laughs> also use some wish lists. I want a cornerback. We A lot of people, I, I feel like, over-exaggerate the quarterbacks. The 49ers quarterback problem. Um, we got torn up a little bit um, by um, Cooper Cup. But, I mean, every team got torn up by Cooper Cup. And I hear Niners fans, could- it's like, we need we need a cup we need a Cooper Cup stopper. Yeah. I'm like, well, there isn't one. There is there is not one. No, there's no one. No one's gonna do that. Yeah. Like there's people are like, oh, we need to shut down corner. There is a, shut down corners don't exist anymore. 
There is no Darrell Revis's. Jalen Ramsey yeah. got torched by Cooper Cup. Not Cooper Cup, by yeah. uh, what's his face? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. no, no, um, oh, no, Evans. Um, Evans. No, who did M2? Um, uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no such thing as a shutdown corner nowadays. So it's like we just need better talent. Um, we don't need someone to start right away. Kind of push, push, uh, push Ambry Thomas or um, what's his face, Mosley, to do better, you know? I would love Stefan Gilmore, you know, as a free agent. Yeah. Um, he might be a little pricey, but uh, or J.C. Jackson. We just, J.C. Jackson. Yeah, we, just got, we got a beef up. We got we got a tart our safety. He's leading a free agency. Um, so safety, this is secondary help. Secondary help in general. Uh, J.C. Jackson would be another good one. He'd be expensive right. though, and he would probably take yeah. up all of. He had a career piece. year. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I'd be interested to see who's going to sign first, Gilmore or J.C. Right. Jackson. I'd imagine Gilmore would sign first. And JC Jackson, the younger guy, which I topped that number. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, Richard Sherman kind of uh, got me excited. Like, oh, yeah, I see, uh, I can see Gilmore signing with the Niners for the Seahawks. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. So, uh, when he's, motiv- when he's motivated, he's a help. Another one, Honey Badger, even though he's more of a free safety roaming type of guy, Honey Badger would be great. Um, kind of, we, we don't have a guy that's kind of just that, that like attracts. a center fielder? Exactly. That can make plays. That can throw right. the ball away from uh, the offense. Uh, another position wide receiver. I know the out of all pro year, Ayuk is coming on his own. Um, but at the end of the day, the Niners just couldn't score more than 20 points in the playoffs. You know? And I know we're getting a new yeah. quarterback in with Trey Lance. But let's take the offense to another level. You know? Our running back situation always fi- Yeah, our, our running back situation always figures out. Our tight end situation is going to be solid with Kittle. We got Ayuk, right. Debo. Um, but yeah, Trey Lance, let's put the ball in Trey Lance's hand. He can air it out. Um, a big receiver, like you said, there's a guy in North Dakota State, Christian Watson, 6'4, runs uh, below a 4'4'40. He was yep. Trey Lance's number one option uh, a couple years ago. He stayed another year. He should go fourth round, maybe, I'm hearing. My He'll be there for you, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, yeah, like you said, like a, a big guy. Your source yeah. is Bob Nightingale. That's how your your sources are. Bob Nightingale. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Fuck that guy. That guy got me excited that the season was going to start. Yeah, yeah, everybody in the chat. We're it's, like, it's yeah. Or Robbie was like throwing in like, you know, tweets left and right. Bob this, Bob this. We're close. No. Oh, no way. Shit. Baseball. MLB side was just pumping fucking words in his ear, bro. Just fucking got them all fucked up. Anyway, um, but yeah. Christian Watson, another guy. You say a big guy, but also I think we need that that speedy, that game breaker. It's hard yeah. to hurt anyone to Tyree Kill, but like someone that could just that's just a speedy guy. We don't have that. Debo's not a speedy guy. Uh, Ayuk isn't that speedy guy. Like a kick returner, speedy guy. Did you get a? Did you get a, a Will Fuller? Will Fuller's cool. I like that. He's always hurt. So but he, I mean, he can't no. stay. But how Jakeem Jakeem Grant. Okay. I don't know who that is. Returns, uh, the Bears, I think, but he returns kicks. Um, okay. about like my height, Devin, my height Devin Hesty? Exactly. Returner, <laughs> punt returner. So Jaquin Grant from free agency, uh, or Christian Watson, two different heights, like five ten to six four. But give me some speed, and then last. But whatever I, happened? Uh, whatever happened to her? The six four running back receiver. He just was hurt, and he never got right. He never played like. 
regular season game. I'm holding out hope. It's like, all right, they released him. He's going to recover and train for a year, and they'll sign him back. But I don't know. Maybe he's – yeah, I don't know if it'll work out. But, yeah, that's what Debo – that's that's what he wanted Debo to be. That was – that role was supposed to be for Jalen Hurd, that running back receiver role. Um, But inside inside, um, O-line is my third. Beef it up. Protect Trey Lance. We got two free agents. I think we got one free agent in the inside. And then Alex Mack, which he could retire at any minute uh, at the center position. So let's get a yeah. – I want Trey Lance – I want Trey Lance to get his own Jeff Saturday. You know what I mean? Payne Manning, Jeff Saturday, bam. Trey Lance, bam, his own center. Okay. So yeah, okay. that's my, uh, my wish list. All right, cool. Let's let's. Uh, so now we heard about you know the Cowboys, free agency, Niners. Let's transition into NBA. Uh, now that three fourths of the season, three fourths of the season is done, let's issue out because we love to get out fake accolades. Uh, let's give you uh, three quarters uh, all uh, post All Star awards for the NBA. Uh, I'll start this off. Uh, MVP, I got Joel Embiid. That's kind of it's more of a. I'm gonna treat this as kind of now, but also kind of like prediction a little. Predicting the future too, so because um, obviously Joker's been fucking smashing it as well. Um, you know what, De- DeRozan's been on a fucking a hell of a run, but Embiid just what that steam that the Sixers are gaining, um, and just obviously what his production was already. Uh, that's my pick for the MVP. What, what do you got for MVP? Um, I was gonna say Embiid, but just for sake of argument, I'll say uh, Jokic, the Joker. You know, yeah, yeah, he, he's yeah. a baller, man. He is. Uh... It's ridiculous. Fantasy, His stats like fantasy, fantasy sweetheart. Um, he does. He I had him last ball. year in one of my league, one of my leagues. You, just, you plug him and he just he just fills it up. He uh, fills man, it up, he does, man. He does. Um, does everything. Uh, he's keeping his team in the top half of uh, the Western Conference without two of their best players, without yep. Michael Porter, Murray, Jamal and Murray. Porter, yep. Are you are yep. you kidding me, man? Got to be. Um, they don't. They're just there's balders, and he he does. He gets so much fucking superstar calls. The Kings the other day, my God, bro, he was just fucking just a little bump, and he, they call foul. Yeah, he's a little, oh, yeah, God. he does a little oh, fragile, motherfucker. God. He's a great player, but he got so many superstar calls that pissed me off. Yeah, but, he's yeah. good. He's good at maneuvering his body the way he needs to. He's a, and he's so big. I mean, he could shoot the outside shot. He's a phenomenal passer. He's got inside moves. Like it's like, what the fuck do you do with him? Like, what do you do with him? He's tall as fuck. Um, okay, next we got rookie of the yeah. year. I think it's probably unanimous. We can kind of, you know, skip this one. Everything we we both agree is Evan Mobley. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, we got to pat yourself on the back for predicting Evan Mobley. It's gonna be good. That's good. Good stuff. Uh, that and then uh, <laughs> coach of the year. I got. I mean, you have to. I feel like you have to have JB Bickerstaff. You you have to have. In my opinion, the Cavs lost arguably at the time their best player. Uh, and Colin Sexton last year they went 22 and and uh, 50 or 60 whatever it was 22 and 60 a horror but they're like 30 games under 500. This year they're 36 and 25, 25 um, fourth in the Eastern Conference. I mean obviously they got Evan Evan Mobley now but like I, I just I, he has to be a front runner at least top two. Uh, JB Bickerstaff, who, who do you got? Enlighten me, enlighten me. I would love to. I got a uh, Taylor Jenkins. Do you know who he coaches for? No, I don't. Cause he's, <laughs> he's in the Grizzlies. The, the Memphis Grizzlies. You know what? Like, I almost went with them, but I just – you know what? I did – it's because he, he's got John Morant. It's just – this motherfucker's like 
putting the whole still, fucking yeah, John like, Morant, like, but he's actually they're a good team, not just offensively yeah. and defensively. He's not they're not just like seventh or eighth seed. They're just he's third legit top top four seed. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, but Taylor sure. Jenkins, man. So he's 37, 38 years old. He kind of had that Nick that Nick Nurse route where he, he balled me? out. He balled out in the G League, and uh, he's he was like a no name too when they hired him. Like, who the fuck is this guy? But he's yeah. a baller, man. He's a baller. He's I haven't really paid. I don't know like the place he's calling or anything, but I'm just giving him credit for getting right. a bunch of young motherfuckers to just ball together. Darren, they don't really have a superstar, right? Um, but they're playing as a team, Ooh. and that I mean John Moran. Besides John Moran, they don't have like the better. I was like, what? <laughs> but they don't have like that fucking uh, that Chris Paul or that fucking uh, Jimmy Butler or that James Harden. Well, outside of John Moran, yeah, but John Moran is, like is their own guy. Uh, well, you mean like I mean, like like they don't have anybody outside of the organization that came in? Kind of, yeah, or like. Yeah, I don't have like superstar carrying them. Like a big name? Besides John Moran. I know. I, I there we go. There we go. There we go. Just stay there. John Moran just like, putting up 50 points. Yes. <laughs> once in his lifetime. No, he's done it twice. Yeah, I don't know shit. No. He's, he putting, he's putting his fucking nutsack in motherfuckers' mouths. I Every am John Moran's number one fan. So don't <laughs> yeah. shut the fuck up. But no, yeah, no, anyways, no. <laughs> I want to let's talk about Joe Jenkins. Let's talk about yeah, 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 Jenkins. Yeah. Uh, he's a baller, man. He's uh, play, making his team play like a team, and uh, bringing some young men to rally together to just for one effort, for one goal to just fucking destroy the league. It kind of, it kind of gave me like pedophile vibe from the way you said young men, like just <laughs> a bunch of young men. What are you doing there? Uh, okay, let's go. Uh, I, yeah, I definitely think. Uh, yeah, Jiggers and, and Biggerstaff got to be top three. They got to be top three. Uh, defensive play of the year, I got Giannis. Uh, I still have – I mean, I just feel like he's – the only person I think that can jump, jump him uh, – Michael, Michael Bridges has been nice. He's been cool. But the only person that can probably take over Giannis is, has been – is Gobert, and he's been hurt. He he missed, like, oh, a long-ass time. So, yeah, I mean, who, who do you got? <laughs> You know, I got someone. <laughs> from the you same got, team. You got a motherfucker. Here we go. <laughs> from the same team. Drew uh, Jaren, Who? Jaron Jackson. Uh, Jaren. Oh, because when he said same team, I was thinking Bucks. Because Drew, oh, Hall- oh. Drew Holiday would have been a nice pick. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But yeah. That's, that's a good one. Jaron uh, Jackson. Jackson nice. Yeah. Um, lengthy. Just he's just all he can defend multiple positions. Um, Three and Big D. Yeah, he's balling out. I wish he could be a little more put together and offensively, but that's not what this one yeah. is for defensively. Yeah, yeah. But think big picture here. Um, yeah, he's been balling out this year. Jaron Jackson, I'll give him his flowers. Two, and uh, we'll wrap up the awards with uh, most improved. My guy, uh, my probably arguably the, one of the top three waiver wire pickups of the year. Simmons, Anthony Simmons from the uh, Blazers. He's uh Putting up about well, the season average is 17 points a game, but really since he's been on the onset of taking over, he's putting up 20 something, low 20s. Uh, <laughs> no, he's been efficient too, 40 percent from three. Not a slap on myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, he's, he's, I mean, he's nice, man. That's what I got for most improved. He's. he's Do you think he would have be having the year he's having if it were the injuries? Probably not, because he's not have the opportunity. He has not. 
he no, I don't think so. He's had no. he's got the opportunity to get the repetition in there. And the efficiency is what's uh what was kind of making him great, have being in this conversation, right? Because obviously with all these injuries, CJ's gone, the volume was gonna be there, but it's he's gotten the volume volume and he's being efficient as fuck. He's throwing up a bunch of threes, but he's hitting them bitches. So I'm a little salt I'm a little salty because I was using my waiver wire pickup, man. I'll just Dropped him, picked him up, dropped him, picked him up for like a month and a half. And then uh, I, I, I kind of lost sight of him. And next thing you know, he's having like a week and a half and just fucking. Yeah, you? No, let me go check in and see if he's available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. I'll be damned. Yeah, you don't need him. I need him to come back. He's a huge catalyst for this uh, comeback. Uh, yeah, uh, let's go. So. Uh, what are you looking for in the favorite oh, let, playoff let, 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 let me let me let me see my uh, defense for my uh, improved player, Demar Derozan, oh. baller. You know, uh, yeah, that's pushing, true. Pushing pushing to the Bulls into a uh, top three seed. Um, no one really saw this type of numbers, but they saw him as a he would get buckets, like maybe like a fucking Jamal Crawford yeah. type player, but they didn't think he'd be a damn near All Star starter. Um, oh no! But but like here he is. in the air. What I was telling you, bro, he, I was watching him. What were you telling me? He, he, I was telling you that he reminds me of not Kobe Bryant, but Kobe Bryant's game, if that makes sense, to the way he gets buckets. Uh, just that. The way he got buckets uh, a couple times. He's just a killer. His mid-range yeah. game, Kobe was great in mid-range yeah. game. Um, but yep. DeMar DeRozan, most improved, dude's uh, a baller and great pickup, one of the best pickups of the year. The best pickup yep. of the year, I think. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, Laker fans probably punching there because a lot – not because of – because a lot of Laker fans were like, ah, DeRozan, uh, do we want him? You know, I remember that. Like, oh, do you want him? Uh, he's okay. Like, he's cool, but he's not what we need. Look at our ass. Look at our ass with yeah. fucking dusty ass. Russell kind, kind, of reminds me, kind of reminds me of how the Niners felt about Tom Brady after he left the Patriots. He's having that down oh, here. Yeah, yeah. Everyone thought he was washed. Like, Brady? Like, I don't know. Like, he's washed. <laughs> Now look at him, Super bro. Bowl. I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's let's uh finish it up with NBA with this. What are you looking for in the favorite playoff team uh to make their run? What are some of maybe the strengths or weaknesses you're looking for? For example, uh, the Sun for me, the Suns, vital to their success. Obviously, Chris Paul's health. The, the dude is made of glass. It seems like I mean, great guy. I mean, we, I want the best for him. I want him to get that ring, but he just seemed like he just can't fucking stay healthy. It's always something. So that's vital to their success. If they're going to, you know, su- you know, surpass any of those expectations, because a lot of people are still looking at them, even with Chris Paul, like, yeah, that's nice, but I don't know. So they need Chris Paul, um, you know, the Jazz. They, 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 I don't know. They need maybe some a perimeter defensive dog. I don't know what they, what they need. Bucks, they need Brooke Lopez to come back healthy. Um, obviously they're a solid team, but they need him. You know, he's a big vital. He's he's vital to their success. So that's where I'll leave it. What do you What do you have for, as far as closing uh, to the NBA? Um, I, people just gotta get healthy. You know, um, Ben Simmons gotta get healthy. Um, and just start building some chemistry with his new team. Um, the Clippers they'll be fighting for uh, the last couple spots. We'll see if Kawhi Leonard plays. Uh, I'm pretty sure Paul George will come back. Um, trying to build that chemistry, and then the Nuggets we touched on earlier. Michael Porter Jr. just got sent to the G League, and he's going to start playing a little bit. And then Jamal Murray, he's supposed to come back. I'm not too sure when. Uh, but these are two all-star players, you could say. Michael MPJ hasn't really been all-star, but he played like it last year almost. Um, and they they can just take it to another level. 
So that Nugget team, a team to watch out for. It's the levels, levels. Um, they could, yep. they could really make a run here. Um, they've been playing good. To Michael Malone, baller, coaches that team, and a little salty too as a Kings fan. Um, yeah, he's got to get. Help. Team's got to get healthy, and then, then watch out for the buyout market. I mean, it's happening right now. Um, the Lakers should be a big, big player in that. Um, they should be. I don't know if you want to lead that into the next segment. Is that where we're going or no? No, we're going to baseball. I don't give a oh, shit. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> Lakers fucking, I'm on air. Lakers fans know that, that we fucking suck, and that what we want for this season is, is for it to be over. We Play want the it young to guys. be over. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's over. Um yeah, I don't have anything. I, I, I was thinking we can transition to baseball. Any closing comments on the Kings? Because I don't give a shit about the Lakers right now. They're not worth oh, the it comment. It hurts to see Halliburton average 10, 10 assists a game, 20 points. I don't give a shit what Buddy Hill does. But uh, at least it's a bonus. <laughs> Buddy The one-two one <laughs> one no, game with Fox. I know. I see. I see. So the one-two game with Sabonis and Fox is great. And it's not been a letdown. It's not going to be a completely F of a trade. I'm okay with that. It's like, that's not going to be an F of a trade. But no. how much is it going to fuck us in the future? It's to be determined, but it doesn't look the best. But it, it's, they're, I told you, they look a lot better, well-rounded offensively. Offensively, they're not so yeah. backcourt heavy. Um, a lot more ball movement. And it's their offense looks a lot more efficient, even though – Halliburton was efficient as fuck, but just the way they get buckets as a whole offense looks a lot right. more efficient. Defense hasn't improved for dog shit. It might have even regressed, but uh, hopefully we could tank and not fucking win games and we could get Paulo Ventura. What? What happened? Yeah. Um, no. So, trans- <laughs> all right. So, transitioning to baseball. Uh, baseball is great. One of the greatest of all time. Derek Jeter, obviously, we know. What his post career looked like, 2017, he joined the Marlins and he recently the resigned. Right, that's true. And he resigned, formerly known as the Florida Marlins. He resigned as uh, the CEO a couple a, a day ago, citing that there were some differences uh, in the vision or the future of the team. Felt like he's done, you know, he's done all he could uh, with the team, and he felt like he's left them better than when he started. So I'll kind of, you know, so I, I, I actually gave him a B. I gave him a decent, I gave him a B because, so their overall record, I have 218 and 327. So, but we knew, we knew they were going to be dog shit. It was yeah, a matter of yeah. how successful was he going to be in trading these, you know, assets like a Marcelo Ozuna, you know, uh, you know, all these other players into solid prospects for the future. Marcelo Ozuna, he traded him. Uh, they got, uh, Jazz Chisholm Jr., who's a baller. Uh, I use him a lot in fantasy baseball. He's he's very nice. Uh, they also they also got you bitch, you don't know shit. I got uh, also got Sandy Alcantara, who was a lead, one of the biggest catalysts for uh, my fantasy baseball success last year, my championship. Uh, Sandy Alcantara. So they got their ace. Um, you know, so they've just got they've gotten some nice pieces. Their farm system, I believe, is in the middle of the road. They're between 15 to 18. Um, so there's, they're still lacking there, but I do like what he, I, I like what he's done. I, I, I mean, he's gotten rid of some talent that was unnecessary and he's gotten, not, he's gotten some solid pieces, some young pieces that are under team control. You know, how baseball operates, you're a fucking prisoner for like seven years. So we'll see if that you know, changes, like, we'll, yeah. we'll see if that changes, you know, we'll, we'll see, 
But I, I gave him, I gave him a B. That's I think he's done a decent job. Um, the reason why I'm not giving him a higher grade is because um, out of all the years, he only made the playoffs one time. The 31 and 29 short uh, COVID 19 season, which they were 31 and 29, and then of course Ooh, last uh, year they were dog shit again. So um, yeah, that's right. I got I got him a yeah. B. Yeah, I, I gave him a C. They only made playoffs once, I think, in 2021. Yep, the one that right? and yep, and that um, was the uh, and they lost, lost in the first round. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, he was put in a, not, he wasn't put, I mean, yeah, he, he was, he got into a shitty position, yeah, yeah. um, but he didn't, he didn't churn fucking dog shit to flowers, but he didn't churn dog shit into fucking, he didn't light it on fire, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, he, he kept his head above he water a little bit, kind of just, yeah, yeah. I don't think he had, he had zero experience running a team, I don't too sure if yeah. he was the one making calls to fucking, Everyone asking for players and scouting everybody. I don't, I don't know exactly what he did. That's, that's my thing. What did he, was right. he was he making like was he yeah, evaluating? He's, 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 yeah, yeah. He I mean, he's evaluating like, talent. He he's got face, players. Right? Yeah, he brought a team with him. He brought a team with him. Guys that can evaluate yeah. talent. Guys that can um, you know uh, develop talent and at the lower levels and at the intermediate levels. Um, so he brought a decent team with them, and and I think he, they did a decent job. I, the only thing that was missing, I think we would like to see. So they have young pieces, Chisholm Jr., uh, Chisholm Jr., Alcantara, um, Pablo Lopez. They got a lot of, you know, young talent, especially at the pitching position. They're pretty nasty there. They can just get some, you know, better offensive prospects, better offensive young guys. It's just we'd like to see their farm system a little better, either that or, you know, them have better success at the major level, uh, major league level. So uh, we're going to put them out of B. You got them out of C. Um, and then we also posted the season length discussion. Um, if we put it up on the page, would we think that it should be under 150 or uh, greater than 150? Now it's at 162. What do you what do you what, what do you think is that sweet spot? Uh, 158 or no, sorry, 148, 150. <laughs> um, it by like 10 to 20 games. Um, yeah. a lot of fluff, a lot of fluff in that season. Um, yeah. Same with the NBA. I would like to shorten the NBA by a couple of games. It's a lot of fluff, and it. it you don't need 162 games. I know yeah, a lot of a long, shit. They, they they figure each other out. Everything like everything gets figured out through that season. It's just it's just too long of a journey. You don't you don't need that much. I thought 150 games is a long season too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean? it's, um, it's yeah. I don't know. It's a. I don't know. Oh, go ahead. No, it's. A, I was just gonna say it's. I I do think that it if you're gonna shorten it, it needs to be around that 150, not drastically lower, because baseball is one of those sports where it's kind of random in a sense of like it's not football. The best talent doesn't always beat you know the worst talent, right? Football is pretty much so you need kind of that longer season to kind of separate the the good from the bad. Um, Compared to if you have like like, it figures each other out. Yeah, for for perfect example, what we're just talking about, you know, the the Miami Marlins, they were they're middle of the road, they're dog shit. They made the playoffs uh, when the the season was sixty games. They were thirty one and twenty nine. That's the one season that the you know the Jeter ran Marlins made made the play, playoffs. And, and a lot a couple of teams made like random teams made the playoffs that year because it was shortened. So that's why you need yeah. the longer season baseball. But I I agree. Uh, I was talking to a couple of guys in the group chat. Or uh, Gabriel Gabe he he mentioned that either you got to shorten it or you got to do more double headers. Like shorten it like time wise. Yeah. Had more double headers, seven inning double headers. Um, you know, kill travel time, whatever you got to do. But I think it needs to be shortened either by time or by games. Um, yeah. And then uh, we have the new 12-team postseason. Um, we know that traditionally a couple years ago, we used to eight teams. 
That's it. One of the low, I think it was like 26% of the league made yeah. the playoffs, which is crazy. So I think that the, they're trending in the right direction, but I think this is the cap, in my opinion. I think yeah. 12 would be the highest. Yeah, like 14 was disgust, which was crazy. 14 was, was disgust. Yeah, that's that, fucking that too much. Crazy, that's crazy, bro. That was pretty much like I think it would be like one team above 500, or I think all the teams above 500 would have made the playoffs last year. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But I saw something on Twitter that too late. That, that, already quoted. You're, you're on an actual show. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> fuck. It's not, it's not this works, huh? Um, you don't quote me. <laughs> but like you were saying in our previous conversation about uh, how a middle of the road team could beat uh, yep. a upper upper echelon team, so like in a three game series, uh, you might get you might Anything fuck around else. and lose. Yeah. So that's what fourteen playoff fourteen team playoff scares me. Twelve team that is a cap, like you said. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, I don't know if they'd be able to one seed and two seed to buy, and then uh, three and six and five and four. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't, I don't know, know how. how but that's, 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 I, I'd be the only way to do that. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. You, can't, you can't just give the one team a buy. No, I don't. I don't think buy. anybody's gonna get a buy. They're gonna have to do. They're gonna have to. You could, they're gonna play each other in shorter series, like three game series. Think so? be, yeah, for sure. It's one. Well, yeah. If, if there's a buy, it would have two, to be five, and three, and four. It would have to be a five or three game. Series. Yeah, yeah. Three, probably three game series. One plays six. You know, two plays five, three and four. Um, on each side, of course. Uh, the thing that I think that. The only thing that loses here is that I think everybody loved the, the wild card game. It was kind of like the equivalent of that short burst of like, you know, kind of like you of football, like oh, one game means so much. Like people love seeing that. You know, probably as a Dodger, yeah, probably as a Dodger fan, you know, or, or a, you know, a, a great team that maybe they just missed the the, uh, the division by a couple of games, whatever the case may be. They probably hate it, you know, because yeah. now you get into the one game. But other side of that, it's exciting as a fan to see one game like that's 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 definitely going to be missed for sure um and so obviously we know that the lockout is still going on they're still um discussing you know pre-arbitration arbitration dollars uh they're discussing um you know a competitive balance tax in which um as of right now if you you know luxury tax and all those type of things if you spend a certain amount of money you get taxed a certain amount uh there's been talks of trying to increase that um, obviously, in turn, by increasing that, they would increase salaries as well. So, obviously, owners are against that. Players want that because, obviously, they want to get paid fucking more. So, that's where we're at with baseball. Um, just And we'll finish the show up with MMA. I don't know how, how much you've read into um, uh, Masvidal and Colby Covington. Chaos. Uh, they fight this Saturday uh, for the first time. Kind of a backstory from them is that they both fought um, out of the same camp earlier on in Florida. Uh, they were roommates at a the time. They were very really? close friends. Know. Yeah, they were very close friends in chaos. Kobe uh, uh, Covington, um, he left, uh, I believe it was um, American Top Team or something like that, ATT. He left the camp. You know, he had a disagreement with somebody else outside of Masvidal. Masvidal is still close to that particular person. Um, and, of course, naturally, their friction kind of, you know, he stayed with the team. The other guy left, so they started to have that friction. They've always had this kind of talk of, like, hey, we'll fight. Never came into fruition. Now it's happening. Um, Covington has had a lot more success. Um, Masvidal has been like this kind of journeyman brawler, talk shit, I'll yeah. fight anybody. Um, they both have. They both can't. They're both not. They're both not at the tier of Usman. They both lost to to to, uh, to Usman. Yeah, uh, who's obviously pound for pound probably the best in the UFC right now. But wait, you have any thoughts on the fight? I do not. Uh, I probably don't keep up with the UFC as much as you do. I can't just read the headlines. Yeah. Right, and, exactly. Uh, the exactly. Fighting, yep. You know, you know what I mean. So, uh, 
But I like Masvidal. I don't know if that's a good choice or not. I just I, I like his story. He's fucking. He's just, he said he brought himself up from the gutter. Fucking. I think he, was, he said he was homeless. Maybe. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've seen more fights Hold than him. Coming to him. Um, don't quote me on this, but <laughs> he, bought a, he, he, he bought a fifty thousand dollar chain. Actually, do quote me on that because I know that's true. He bought a fifty thousand dollar <laughs> chain about uh, the the chaos camp. So okay, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, just for the fight. He bought that. So. Yeah, he's he's a baller, man. So he's a baller. He's um currently right now betting odds. Covington's minus three sixty. Um, Masvidal's at or Masvidal's at plus two sixty. So if I think yeah. if you're betting, yeah. You, yeah, you take the Masvidal. I mean, he's tough as nails. I do think Covington's gonna win the fight. I'm, I'm not gonna put any money on it. Um, is there Covington? Cool, is, what's that? Who's the other fight in that? In that? In that uh, I would have to look at the card. I look at the card okay. again, but. Um, yeah, they, they, Masvidal, I think if his only chance of winning, he's got to go for a knockout or something early on. I think if it definitely yeah. goes the distance, Covington, Covington's going to take it. Um, Covington is, uh, he's too, just coming off uh, a loss from Usman. Uh, he did, he did beat Tyron Woodley before that. Um, he's just a better fighter right now at this particular point in his career. Um, but that's all I have for the show. Any closing arguments, any closing statements, anything you got my boy for another episode of the Average Joe Sports Podcast? I don't have anything for you i'm gonna say it's been a pleasure looking forward to next week absolutely but brother. don't quote Stay me safe. on that do not quote <laughs> me that. but i am right, looking brother. forward to another week absolutely awesome. stay safe brother we'll be in touch sour patch you blew it you dropped it i've seen it all right guys if you're listening on the podcast or whether you're watching on video or youtube uh it's been a pleasure and tune in next week for another episode of the average show sports podcast and Thanks, we are Thank you.